He went straight up that tree. A moose in a tree was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's Monday night. Welcome to MCU Mondays. I am your host, David. How are you this evening? With me, as always, is my co-host, Debbie. Debbie, how are you? I'm still recovering from the moose. The moose in the tree? <laughs> Other than that, um, I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about this first episode of season two of Loki because, wow, talk about a chaos of, and wild of, and back and forth, past, future, present. <laughs> I had to watch it a, quite a few times just to keep things straight. It was I, I've I've watched it twice, maybe three times now. I don't I don't remember. It's all kind of a it's a blur. <laughs> I feel like Loki in the time switch. <sighs> so we are going to talk about Loki. So if you have not seen Loki season two, episode one yet, Obi. Ouroboros, or Obi, as we know him. If you have not seen it yet, then we are going to be talking spoilers. So let's hope you've seen it already. If you haven't and you don't care about the spoilers, great. If you haven't and you do care about spoilers, go watch Obi or go watch uh, Loki, and then come back <laughs> and come back and catch us uh, on the replay. But. Before we do this, I need to apologize to everyone. I have had a busy, busy weekend, and I did not get a chance to do a new intro for Loki. So we still have the Daredevil intro, which I'll continue using once Daredevil comes back. But I, I'm going to find time to make a Loki intro. I promise, 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 promise I'll find some time this week, so long as Samuel doesn't drive me nuts with his video games. So here we're going to... We're going to, well, let me find it now. And I can't even find it. So we're going to do our intro real quick, and then we'll come back and talk about Loki. So. Like I said, I apologize. We don't wait. We're we're still on Daredevil. We are not talking about Daredevil. We are talking about Loki, season two. Thank goodness Owen Wilson is back on TV. I love him to death. He's great. Anything he does is just amazing. I actually watched uh, Zoolander not too awful long ago, and that's probably one of my favorite Owen Wilson movies. But have you seen Zoolander? Not the second one. The second one was junk, but the first one was amazing. Um, I, I think I've seen it once. Ben Ben Stiller, he's the male model. Mm-hmm. Blue Steel. Blue Steel. Blue Steel. La Tigra. They're all the same look. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Same look. <laughs> oh, I love Zoolander. All right. Let's talk about Loki, though. Season 2 kicks off. 
Um, if you remember season one finale of season one, um, Loki got kicked through the door of time after meeting up with the uh, with he who remains. We are not talk. We are, we it's it's almost like the uh, what's the Harry Potter thing? He who shall not be named. He who's not named or whatever. He it's who like, shall not be named. Yeah. Yeah. Voldemort. It's Voldemort. <laughs> dang it. So he who remains. Loki's talking about him. We find out why. Now, at the end of season one, he he goes up to, to Owen Wilson and he's like, we got to, you know, he's coming. There's a lot of him coming, blah, 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 which we now know that there is a lot of him coming based on um, Quantumania. Quantum yeah. The end credit scene of Quantumania. Um, but there's a lot of him and there's a lot of them coming and... Then uh, Morbius says something along the lines of, uh, who the who hell are, are you? you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> exactly. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. We don't know why that happens, because Loki is doing this time slipping time slipping and it's it's actually an interesting concept um he's jumping from the past to the future then back to the past and it's 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 very complicated it's very confusing this this episode to me was was i mean it was good don't get me wrong i like the episode but it was you really kind of had to be paying attention as to what was going on because there was a there was a lot of uh Okay, where is he now? Kind of things. Yeah, you had to pay attention to the little things in order to know where he was in time. So there were there were always little clues here and there <clears throat> as to where he was. I thought I thought it was really interesting too because you know some of these time travel movies. It's like um, and and. Back to the Future kind of touched on this, but not really. But but he says, oh, uh, in the first one, he goes, you want to witness the birth of Christ? And he plugs in December 25th, 0000 AD. And it's, it's almost like, well, okay, that's fine. I'm going to time travel back. But based on the laws that is happening right now, especially with Back to the Future, um, he would go back to December the 25th of 00 in hill valley california he would be nowhere near where jesus was born in bethlehem so i mean it, it kind of negated what he was talking about but i will say this and i really like this is that all of his time travel was was linear you know where he was when he shifted when he shifted back he was well, when he shifted into the past or the future or whatever, he was in that room. You know, that was they had the scene in the war room where he just ran in there and he saw the statues and everything. And all of a sudden, he shifted and bam, he's there with uh, with Morbius and the the timekeepers and everything else. So I like that it was H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells did it very well. Where it was, it was time happens, but we stay in the same spot. Kind of and thing. this and this being that they're in the TVA, the time 
going back and forth in time does not work like it does like when we were in uh avengers mm-hmm. uh, and and they even they've even mentioned that two or three times to where it's like no it's not supposed to happen that way yeah so there, well, there is so no time it's not even a, not even supposed to happen according to ob so in the tva but OB anytime one? anytime loki went to the past to talk to ob and then mo mo more mobius would be talking to ob in the present that was hilarious and, that and that asking whole this thing kind of less like the same question or whatever and you know first he was saying no you can't oh wait yes, yes you can yes, because, you can. because loki <laughs> because was explaining it to him in the past <laughs> and and all of a sudden he's like clicking oh yeah or or uh i can't even remember it was like some kind of it was a time disruptor or something whatever the the machine was that they needed extractor extractor the, yeah. the temporal aura extractor well good for you that's a mouthful it is <laughs> but he he says no that that kind of thing doesn't even exist and then in the past loki kind of tells him this is what we need to happen oh well i can build you one of those and then all of a sudden up in the future he's like Oh wait a minute! We do have one of those. Yes, I remember now. I, I'm, was, the the whole great. exchange there was great. Was just amazing. Uh, what's his name? Short round from Indiana Jones is hilarious. He plays his part very well. He's the he's the he's the poor, sad little nerdy kid that sat in the back of the classroom that nobody really paid attention to, but he kind of knew everything. Well, and evidently he is quite old, and oh, time, yeah. time doesn't really affect him down there, it seemed like, because his name, um, Orobius, or Rober, I don't even know how to say o- Ouroboros. it. Ouroboros. Uh in mythology, is actually the snake that's eating its own tail. Oh. basically the symbol for infinity infinity all right so. well there you go ob obi-wan kenobi <laughs> wrong franchise <laughs> uh, you know what okay so so he played short round in indiana jones and the temple of doom the club that they went to that they were at in the first scene was club obi-wan ha <laughs> Now we've covered three franchises with him. It's a beautiful thing. But um, they're also okay. So so basically, we started off, and they're they're wanting to to trim the branches because everything's so far out of uh, out of the red, and they've opted not to because of moral reasons. They're going to to kill countless people trimming it, it, it they called it trimming but what did uh pruning pruning you're gonna have to because they told loki that you're gonna have to prune yourself basically right so well the thing is they realized and this happened somewhere in season one but and you can hear uh when they're listening to a tape and you can hear loki explaining that all this pruning is not doing what they think they're doing. It's actually 
kind of evil because the only reason it was being done was to protect Kang mm-hmm. or whoever. So he, yeah. he, he who remains. Yeah. So, um, well, his evil counterparts, his evil variants, but, uh, yeah. So now, and then they also learned that, um, everybody's minds there in the TVA have been wiped. They're all they're all variants. Basically, everybody in the TVA except is a variant. For Obi, um, except for Obi, he's the only one who hasn't had his. I kind of wonder if King re- forgot about him down there in the basement. <laughs> you know what? I think he even mentioned something about that to where he says, uh, uh, "Yeah, he's the only visitor I've ever had." Yeah. So, Morbius. Yeah. Morbius, yeah, and he was there just oh, I'm on the wrong floor, and he left. Oh, yeah, I forgot now. Yeah, I stuck around and we chat. No, you left immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Obi knows everything, his mind's never been wiped, he's not a variant, but everybody else is. Their Which minds have their minds it, have been wiped. God only knows how many times. And and honestly, it kind of makes sense too, because and we we touched on this with the first season. Um, where uh he had the affinity for jet skis. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at it going, Oh, I bet by the end of this show he gets a jet ski and he'll be happy and blah 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 blah. <laughs> well, now you're looking at it going, Oh, because he's a variant and in his life on earth before he was pulled into the TVA and made to work at the TVA. He probably was a jet skier. And that's just something in his subconscious that he's retained, even though his mind has been wiped. Mm-hmm. God only knows how many times. Life finds a way. Yep. I know that's a different time related person that time doesn't work <laughs> the same way. Time doesn't work the same way down here. So I'm, That was one of the best lines. I'm sorry. It wasn't even a line. It was just him making a face. And it was like, oh, Jeff, you're amazing. I love you. We know you watch sometimes. So thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you for everything that you do for everybody. Anyway, you know what? I would like to see him pop in here somewhere. That would make my day. We're dealing with time and he's a timeless being. Why not? Makes perfect sense. Yeah, he is part of the MCU, so there you go. And he's a he's a um, is he a full god or just a semi god or just no no a no no he's a um oh not an eternal celestial. I think he's a okay. celestial. I think he made mention of that to where he's one of those, but I could be wrong, but. I haven't watched Ragnarok in a minute or two, so I think he's a celestial. Not the big ones, but like the ego type ones. So anyway, um where were we? We're talking about the pruning, trimming things. Loki pops in and says, 
pops in and then pops back out. And does that look like that hurts? Or, or <laughs> goes, does that hurt? Because it looks awful. You said it doesn't look that bad. Well, it looks horrible. It does. Again. It looks horrible. Uh, Morbius said it looks like you're dying and, and it, being born all at the same, at the same time. time. <laughs> and and then just just the banter between these two. I mean, not not necessarily between. I mean, yeah, between Morbius and 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 Loki. I mean, Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson play very well off of each other. I think because well, you've seen them behind the scenes. Uh, uh-uh, I haven't eaten. Uh-uh. It, it, it's they're exactly the same. Oh yeah, it's the same kind of banter that they oh, do yeah? on the show. Nice. Yeah, so. All right. Chemistry is great between those two. Tom and Owen, if you're watching, I would like to have coffee with you next time you're in the Dallas area. Call me and uh, I'll I'll, go have coffee because I just want to hang out with you two because you would be awesome. Anyway, so um, shut up. You know, you'd be jealous. Uh, Yeah, because I, well, I, I would embarrass myself if I had. Well, I don't even drink coffee, but oh. <laughs> even if I just sat down sat there and had a bottle of water, yeah. If I was in a corner and you were talking to Tom Hiddleston, I would probably lose it. So, oh, it has and, to be both of them. It's 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 a pair. I, I got to take the pair. Both of them, but I would be in a corner drooling over Tom Hiddleston. So, well, there you go. And embarrassing myself, and because you're some, drooling, that's gross. Yeah, um, I know. Well, I would have a drill bucket, so it wouldn't go down my shirt or anything. So, but they had a. But I mean, even even when they go down to Obi's uh, desk, and um, they're he's they're talking to him, and oh, it's been like what three, four hundred years or so, and oh yes, yes, tell us about that. What happened then? <laughs> Who else has been down here? You know, just How's the other I, guys. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the other guy. He's trying to play it off like he kind of knows what's going on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's it's just that there's great chemistry there, and it works. It works. I don't care if you don't think it works. I think it works. It works for me. On my level, it works for me, and I liked it. Oh, I just saw the cat. Yes, Chewie is. She's sneaking around. Yeah. Go lay down. Oh, she found her bed. Yay. Yay. <laughs> She lays down and goes to sleep. There you go. Um, but uh, we find out that uh, we've got to. How do we? We've got a. Um, Mobius. Mobius has to plant the whatever extractor device into the into the heart of the TVA, basically, and. Loki has to extract himself from every point in time ever. So in other words, he has to prune himself. And if Mobius doesn't do it in enough time, he's going to lose all of his skin. His skin will be peeled off. (laughs) (laughs) Who comes up with this stuff? (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) I'm sitting here going... His skin will be peeled off. Uh-huh. All right. But I mean, 
And they kept saying it too, and it was just—it was funny because it kept getting repeated. He's gonna pull my skin off. Yeah, but at least I'm gonna be ripped from every aspect of time. Yeah, but it, what kind of life is that? Walking around with no skin. <laughs> Again, the banter, the healthy banter between the two. It's great. It was great. We did get a post-credit scene, but we'll talk about that in a minute because. Just remind me that we have a post-credit scene because I'll forget. I know I will. I'm old and it's late, and I've had a busy weekend. So, um, let's see. So they they end up doing this. Uh, that, uh, and again, Owen and uh, uh, what is that kid's name? E one. Yeah, short round. Or data, we can call. We can call him data if you want to go with the Goonies thing, because he wasn't oh, the Goonies. On. Let me look up his name. Because Kehi Quinn is that right? It's something along that lines. If I butchered your name, sir, I apologize. We're looking it up. We love you because you're just so adorable. You're, you are. You're you're just as cute as you were back in 1983. <sighs> Kehu Kwan. Kehu Kwan. Kehu Kwan. Okay. I'm not saying it quite right, but I do apologize. So, but but just the the banter between him and you know, all you've got to do is is what what did he say? It was uh not hustle out there. Um, what was he talking about in that suit? <sighs> Puffy suit looks so stupid. <laughs> it was almost as bad as the suits the Guardians were wearing, the Teletubby suits. I mean, he, he was like a miniature. Uh, what did, what, did you, what was the line? It was uh, a man. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to scuttle out of there pretty quick. How do you expect me to do that in this suit? <laughs> Is that a crack? He puts the duct tape on it. Oh, you're fine. Duct tape on it. Hey, the duct tape held uh, held up when everything else <laughs> everything else started failing. Yeah. Hang on, I gotta <laughs> find out what he said because now it's gonna drive me crazy. I think it was scuttle. Wasn't it scuttle? I don't remember. Recall. Uh, I don't know. It's not on my thing. I don't think I wrote it down. I have no memory of having my memory wiped. Another great line. <laughs> I would hope not. I got Agent J and K down there with their little neuralizers. White <laughs> <laughs> men in black. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, hey, that's that's a Marvel property. It's possible. <laughs> but oh, and also on one of those uh, the tape that Loki was listening to. Yes, it was. It was a conversation between he who shall, he who remains, or whatever he, <laughs> Kang. That's who he is. Uh, and uh, Ravona, is that her name? Ravana, Ravona, 
Uh, uh, yes. Friends and, player. And and the only reason I'm going to say yes to that 100% is because, like I said, my, my youngest is into the Lego games now. I've actually found him a different one. We're playing Lego Batman 3 now, but he was playing Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, which the villain in that was Kang. And as you're flying around, Kang's making all these announcements and stuff from his ship. And you, if anyone has seen Ravona, tell her that there is a bee loose in my quarters and it needs to be taken care of. Well, he even says her name, so. But it seems like, um, yeah, there's a little bit of uh, Bodio Dodo in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those things, if I recall, it's like... It's I think almost, in the comics they had a relationship, yeah. I think so, and I think it's more along the lines of uh, of Thanos and Lady Death in the comic books, to where Thanos wants Lady Death to acknowledge him, but she doesn't want anything to do with him. So that's why he's got the the Infinity Gauntlet, and he kills a bunch of people. But I think it's opposite here to where she kind of she wants Kang and she loves Kang and wants every but Kang is too preoccupied with himself conquering <laughs> I think conquering. that's the way it works I, I think uh, again the comics I, I'm not for 100% sure but and if I'm wrong please feel free to comment and correct me and I will take your comments with a grain of salt and never say anything else about it I promise. <laughs> yeah, he he. Uh, well, in the tape, you know, he's talking about um, leading with her. Yeah, you know, to lead the and her. She, the, I, I think she is a. Um, because I think Loki says something about magic too, and I think she's like a a, said, a magic uh, wielder. Well, and he's like a sorceress, I think, is what she is. Hold on, because he says something about um, let's see, because he's talking about they kidnapped you from the timeline, erased your memories, memories she can access through enchantment. That was the quote. So Evidently, I don't know, was that even shown in season one that she was some kind of sorcerer or sorceress? I, I'm I'm thinking that was the comics, but like I said, well, I'm... evidently they're bringing that to live action because he says through enchantment. So evidently she can cast spells or something. Oh. oh, I gotta take that back. He was in love with her. So there you go. And she didn't want nothing to do with him? No. Uh, she just interested it, in the power? Or? It says, okay, so I'm looking at her first appearance, which was Avengers 23 in 1963, uh, and her day of issue, uh, her, her day of issue, her debut issue, uh, 
Ravona is introduced as the daughter of King Karelius, the steadfast ruler of Other Earth. When Kang the Conqueror invades her timeline and makes a move for her hand, the princess faces conflict over the protection of her people. So it's almost like she, just to keep her people safe, um, But her variant was a principal, high school principal in Ohio. So did he erase her mind? Or was um, she laying undercover when she was a principal? I'm so confused. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> whew, there's a lot there. There's a lot. So anyway, um, she again, again, she's mentioned and we don't know. I'm going to assume she'll be in this season because she, she made it out of the first season alive. Um, but anyway, uh, so they're doing the, the extraction and Loki's got to prune himself when the lights turn green and he, all of a sudden jumps back. Did he, he jumped to the past, right? I think. And he saw uh Sylvie. Sylvie crawling out of the elevator. And she says something along Oh, there you are. And then all of a sudden he pruned. pulled himself. He pruned himself. I don't know if he pruned he got pruned. And that was the, was that the first time we saw Sylvie other than the, other than the, yeah, uh, the recap? Outside of the we saw her on this episode other than the recap. Right. So and they were looking, they've been looking for her. In fact, they've got the TVA, all the, uh, all the hunters. Yeah. The hunters for the TVA. A lot of hunters because, uh, well, Hunter, she even said, Hunter oh, B-15, who's been with Mo Mobius, she, she, when she wa watched them going through the time doors, she says, that's a lot of, awful lot of hunters. Like, are all, is all of this for, they, they said, she even said, I think, is all of this for Sylvie? Yeah. You know, that, it's almost like, it's kind of overkill for one variant. So I'm kind of wondering, do they think, think that Sylvie is more than what more than just a variant? Do they think there's something more to Sylvie than hear that or there's something else going on because um, X5 and uh, one of the council members, I think her name was Docs. Uh, I don't know if they're was mother that the older lady. Who was the older one? Not the small person. Yeah, it was that okay? It's it was the other one, but they were acting weird because it was like the one with the the one with the with Scottish accent. There was two of them, right? It was the the old yeah, the, the old one with the tiny hands and everything, and then the two ladies and a guy who was sleeping. <laughs> well. 
or pretending to sleep. He was probably at his kids' band camp competition all weekend long, so he <laughs> working and tired. You know, I get it. Yeah, they 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 catched heads together like like Fury and and his wife. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, and I was like, so is that mother and son, or is that are they involved? Because she was totally against stopping the pruning. Are they scrolls? I don't know. But and he was an asshole throughout the whole episode anyway. So so you know, <clears throat> maybe there's a subplot between them and their sending. we've got we got what eight episodes of this one? I think. I think so. Yeah. And we're just starting off, so we're just kicking it off. It's just now happening, so it's not like we need it. I don't want to say we don't need to. Oh, I'm only showing six. <gasps> only six? Better, I, I would hope there would be more than six. IMDB only has six list, listed. Oh, but there was only six in the first season, too. Was there? Oh, that might be disappointing, then. Mm. I was yeah, hoping for at man. least eight. <clears throat> Hmm. Sorry about that. I dropped my phone. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I mean, only six weeks of Tom. Come on. I know. Come I know. On. It's horrible. Um, but then we get the post-credit scene with Sylvie too, which was why Oklahoma and why 1980? 1982. It was Braxton, it, Oklahoma, 1982. Wait, no, is wait. there some significance? I know you like to do research on these things. Is it there some significance was, to that? Yeah, 1982. Now, there was something. I meant to look it up and I didn't. But. There was something in the comics, and I don't know if it refers to Kang, but yeah, it was the exact same place, I believe, in the same year, Braxton, Oklahoma, or at least in Oklahoma. But something in the comics in real in relevance to Loki or to Kang, I believe. I should have looked it up and I didn't. I got preoccupied at work. <laughs> so. Oh. Okay. Was I close? Um, so. Braxton, Oklahoma was the home to Asgard in the Thor comics. Oh. And being that late uh wow and Lady Loki first appeared during the Braxton era of Thor. Well there you go. So there is a comic tie to that. All of that happened in why the hell would they pick Oklahoma? <laughs> I don't think they would want because in the movies aren't they by like by an ocean or a sea or something? 
Yeah, it's almost like they're in a, a northeastern shanty yeah, town, which makes sense because you know. Oh yeah, because they're Vikings. Yeah. So, who the hell came up with Oklahoma? <laughs> That's just odd and peculiar. Let's see. So. For some months, the ordinary citizens of the town had to contend with ancient and powerful gods who were living among Asgard. Actually, Asgard actually floated above the ground, making it even more off-putting to the nervous residents. Oh, weird. So there you go. Okay. Well, I was kind of right. There, there. Apparently, there was something that happened and and maybe that's maybe they're maybe they're trying to tie it back to the comic books and especially if you know this is where lady loki made her first appearance and now we're seeing that she she is a variant of loki and she is she is making making her first appearance on this particular earth that of course sure why not braxton oklahoma 1982 mm -hmm. makes perfect sense yeah, because when I first seen that, I was like, oh, is she in the 70s? Because I was confused when it said 82, and I was like, that McDonald's looks like it's in the 70s. <laughs> oh, no, McDonald's. Believe yeah. me, I lived through the 70s. That looked like a 70s. Of course, you know, things in Oklahoma, they may not. They may not move as fast. Well, I'm thinking, one, they may not move as fast, but two, you got to think, too, even in the 80s, the McDonald's looked like they were, I mean, it didn't change much from the 70s to the 80s. The interior, you still had the metal slides outside, the dumb hamburger that you could climb up into, and everything. it was all outside, and everything was like a bazillion degrees, so you got out there, and it was hot, or if it was too cold, and you still wanted to go out there and play, it was just cold, but... Oh, McDonald's, we miss you. <laughs> I eat there at least once a week. <laughs> you know what? We never did. Our we only got McDonald's if we were on a road trip somewhere, and that was like, because because for us to eat out, we lived in a little tiny town. I mean, we had like sixteen hundred people in our town, and so for us to eat out was like a, that was like a big deal. That was a huge, huge thing. We we had to drive a long ways out, and if we were on like a road trip, like driving to Georgia or Louisiana or wherever, looking seeing family or whatever, it was like. Well, hey, we get to stop at McDonald's. Whee! Well, in the seventies, I mean, of course, I, I we lived downtown Fort Wayne, so, uh, you know, I got a little bit of an allowance, but not much. So, you know, the neighbor, a uh, group of us neighborhood kids would go around and collect newspapers uh, and soda glass. bottles. Yeah, soda 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 bottles. Oh my gosh. And mow lawns, well, not in the winter, but in the winter we would shovel. Shovel, and, shovel driveways, yeah. Yeah, so we would go to McDonald's. And it was great when the Big Mac came out because they had this contest that if you could sing the little jingle that went with Big Mac. Two all beef, patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on sesame seed bun. No, I don't know that one. Yeah, you had to sing that within, <laughs> I don't know, so many seconds. And if you got it under the, the whatever the time limit was, 
you got a free Big Mac. So guess where Mac. I was every getting, day? Getting free Big Macs. <laughs> That's every right. Day. <laughs> when they seen me coming, you know, they would be like, oh, God, there not she a, is. Not again. Just go ahead and make one. Just don't even bother. Yeah. Just give it to her. Get it ready. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like pickles on it. So take them off. <laughs> but, yeah, it was great. Because McDonald's was like three blocks from my house, from where we lived. So we had we had a Dairy Queen, and that was where everybody went on Sunday night. You go to Dairy Queen and get some ice cream, but that was like it. Was the Dairy Queen? Other than that, you've got to drive up to Dallas, which was like a thirty to forty-five minute drive. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I live downtown, so. Everything was like three, four, or five blocks, you know, walking distance. And, you know, a bunch of us neighborhood kids would just hop on our bikes and they had, we had uh, Azars, we had Penguin Point, and then you had all the big shopping stores, you know, Sears, JCPenney's, Wolf and Dessauer. Um, yeah. You know, we got Sears and JC Penney's were only good towards Christmas time because that was the only time they had toys. Was like like right around Christmas time. And the Christmas catalogs. And the Christmas catalogs. Oh my God. I loved it when it came in the mail. I mean, we're talking this thick people. <laughs> All the toys you could think of. We yeah. had I've, I actually I was in my my grandparents, my grandparent in law's attic looking for something for them. The other day, and I found a catalog, and the company was called Best. It was like a, but it was a order catalog from Best, and I from 1983 to uh, Christmas of 83 to spring of 84. So I was like, oh man, I was having all kinds of fun flipping through all the Star Wars stuff was there. There was old Lego sets in there, you know, the Cabbage Patch Kids. They were all in there, and I was just like, oh memories. <laughs> yes, I remember taking my little crayons and circling what you wanted. Circling everything I wanted. Yeah. First, we were poor, so I didn't get a lot. Of oh stuff. no! 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 <laughs> it was always nice to wish, though. Uh, yeah, but I never got Barbies. I always got generic Barbies. You got the you got you got the the fashion dolls. Yeah. And they all work the same. Although, um, as I got a little bit old, older, I, I got the, the the Barbie Jeep, the Barbie plane. My brother tried to get me the Barbie townhouse, I believe it was, but he couldn't find one. He said it was just hopeless. He couldn't find one anywhere. <laughs> you couldn't find the Barbie dream house? No. Oh. That was like one of those cabbage patch things you know people fighting over it and yeah ours was ours was my brother collected the superpowers which were like super friends batman robin superman and then i had the gi joes and star wars of course but with the uh my brother one year for christmas got the hall of justice and that was like that was huge that was like oh my gosh you got a hall of justice so didn't have anything else. All we had was a bunch of figures, but we had a hall of justice. So, so back to Loki. <laughs> so back to Loki. Now that we've 
jaunted <laughs> down memory lane for about three miles. Ooh, we really went down the rabbit hole on that one. It's fun <laughs> to reminisce, though. But anyways, um, anyway. yeah, she goes to <laughs> order anything without a face. and <laughs> Yeah, anything oh that's all uh wait so long as it's dead and it doesn't nope. have a it doesn't have a face i don't want possum or rat or I, and she listed off a bunch of them. i was like oh my god what have you been eating girl <laughs> jesus <laughs> and they feasted on the lambs and the chickens and gazelles and orangutans <laughs> So, yeah, she ordered, I'll take everything. I'll take one of everything. I'll take everything. So I wonder if that's how she ends up working there, because she has to pay off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she, she, she has no money. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> did, do restaurants do that anymore? If you can't pay your ticket, is it, they'll let you go back in the back and wash dishes? I do not know. I think that I used to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that used to be a thing. Uh-huh. I've only got 35 cents instead of 50 cents. Well, you can come wash some dishes and we'll get the rest for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Pee-wee's Big Adventure was a great. Uh-huh. He says, my wallet's gone. I hear I think you've paid off that tuna melt. So <laughs> He's washing dishes. Either that or she just loves the food so much she decides to work there. Because, you know, usually you get discounted food, right. you know, or oh, yeah. sometimes, some, it's, depending on where you work, you get free food. So, so if maybe you, she just If somebody out. messed up an order and, it w and you wait around long enough, yeah, you'll probably get the free food. <laughs> Gross. What? <laughs> it's under a warmer? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I guess. As it's better as it's not warm, eating, ain't it? <laughs> as long as it's warm, it's all right. But you know, have you seen our new? Have, have you seen our new chicken McNuggets? I was like, oh, <laughs> was oh, that eighty two when they eight, came out? I think nuggets? it was. I really do. Because I'm like, God, I thought that was before that. No, I thought it was later than that. Honestly, I thought it was mid eighties. Well, I'm gonna look it up. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so Loki pops back in. I guess it worked. I guess he's going to no longer time slip anymore. Um, but Correct. but this this raises another question. If he has extracted himself from every strand of time that there is, you know, it in the in the first one they made it abundantly clear to where Loki got to the the scene in Endgame or not Endgame in um. Infinity War, and that's where it stopped. That's where his life stopped. That's where you know his his movie or whatever that he was watching. He, he said, you know, it it doesn't ever go past this. This is where it ends. This is, you know, you died here basically. So, having removed himself from every strand of time, has he extended his life now? At this point, I wonder. Hmm. Oh, so we don't get. Crocodile Loki and oh, all uh, the other Lokis. President Loki that were there. Glor at the, glorious purpose. <laughs> yeah, they're at the uh, <clears throat> what they call it, the void. 
Do they all go away if they're at the? I don't know. Does hmm. do all of his variants disappear? So, well, obviously not because uh, uh, Sylvie's still around. Oh yeah. So I don't know. <clears throat> hmm. Be interesting to see how it plays out. <laughs> so the McNuggets were reduced, introduced in select markets in 1981. The nuggets were made available worldwide by 83. So, oh. But you would think. Okay. <laughs> Why is this leg marketing? <laughs> middle of nothing Oklahoma. Oh, Maybe because wow. they got a lot of chickens there. This could be true. <laughs> Whatever. But but you know if you're if you're gonna test it, you've got to test it amongst the rich people and the country hicks as well. So you've got to you've got to broaden you've got to have a broad spectrum. You can't just say, oh well, the rich people like it, so obviously everybody's gonna like it. And now you can't even afford to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, right? <laughs> sometimes you sometimes you can catch those uh, the nuggets. You can catch ten piece nuggets for like five bucks. That's not too bad. If you've well, got the I, app, if you get the I, app, you know I don't have the app, but every Wednesday I get a Mc, McDonald or uh, a McDouble, McDonald's McDouble. Yeah, it's like a double cheeseburger, basically. Uh, medium, a uh, small fry, and a large diet coke. Every do Wednesday. they do they still have? I've never, I haven't eaten breakfast there in a long time. Do they still have the thing where it's like the eggs and the sausage and the pancakes and all in one big thing? Does that still exist? They may. It probably costs 30 bucks, but <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, a hash brown costs almost five dollars. A hash brown. Oh yes. A hash brown. If I go to McDonald's these days, I buy a 10-piece nugget and a drink. I don't even bother with the fries or anything. It's just like give me the nuggets and the drink, and I'm fine. Once in a while I might get a Big Mac just because, but Mostly, it's just the nuggets. So, mm, Big Mac, <laughs> you you are not wrong. I took the boys to Chick Fil A the other day, and it cost us forty dollars for three of us, for me and two boys. I was like, we could have gone to Chili's and eaten for cheaper than that. <laughs> and that's that's getting a that's getting a, an appetizer and a and. <laughs> But, well, if I if I go out to a sit down, usually it's with my kids, and of course they're all adults now, so I never have to pay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mom, we'll get we'll get it for you, mom. We'll get it for you. Don't worry about it. So anyway, okay. did we miss did we miss anything in this episode? I don't know. <laughs> oh, let me look through my notes. <laughs> We can go out to a fancy grown-up brunch for almost less than McDonald's. Now, that's not a lie. That's facts. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, just little, um, a little tidbit. Evidently, the TVA guidebook was written by Opie. And it's on every desk. <laughs> There's one on every desk. Uh, oh, and they call that time slipping. What he, what he, they call it spaghettified, <laughs> spaghettified. <laughs> oh, because he looked like a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. Well, hello, uh, multiverse of madness. Yeah. What happened oh. to 
Reed Richards. Yeah, Reed Richards. Yeah. He looked like spaghetti. Yeah. Either that or Play-Doh that's being pushed through the little yeah. thing with the holes. See the, you, you know see the, mean? yeah, on the commercials. <laughs> and also, Miss Minutes wasn't working. She's a sly little chick. She is. And it's really funny because he even, Obi even mentioned something about that to where he's like, um, I don't, uh, Miss Minutes usually just handles everything. I just come up here and run a diagnostic once every couple hundred years. Right. Well, have you been on uh, TikTok lately? Because Marvel's been putting out all these little TikToks and they're kind of like commercials and they're commercials about the TVA and Miss Minutes is the voice behind it. (laughs) They're, they're, They're cute and they're funny. But like you know, everything. You know, if you if you go on break, it's seventeen minutes. If you go to lunch, it's seventeen. There's something with seventeen minutes. I don't know if that's going to come into play hmm. in the show, but I think Miss Minutes is evil. I think she is too. I and know she, she is on she is on Twitter. <laughs> Some of the stuff she says, I'm like, okay, you go, girl. All right. <laughs> But yes, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Okay. With the chaotic episode that it was. And we are looking forward to episode number two. Tuesday nights. Was it Tuesday nights? No. Thursday nights. Thursday nights. Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Because it was Ahsoka finale on Tuesday and then Loki. Because we were doing we were doing, yeah. We we left uh we got done with Cantina Happy Hour and you know usually we hang out backstage afterwards and chit chat, but it was everybody <laughs> bailed. Everybody was gone. It was like done. We gotta go watch Loki. <clears throat> we were already did half an hour into it. So anyway. <laughs> okay, shameless plugs. What do we got this week? Lord, I don't know. Um, Let's see, this is Monday. Okay, so Tuesday night, the Sith Dominion, Dr. Dana Martin. Two-part series on Revan. Everybody likes Revan, so tune in tomorrow night for part one on the Sith Dominion. Uh, Wednesdays. I don't think there's anything on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. I know Cam and Focus uh, uploaded last week. Well, he was a day late because he had technical difficulties, but uh, he has a new Cam in Focus, uh, another roast on the uh, first Hitman movie with uh, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. He's doing all three. He's doing all three of the Hitman movies. He's yeah. doing one for each one, and this is the second one he's done. I think it's the first movie, though. And you know, Timothy looks good with a ball head. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> and speaking of Timothy. Yes, Thursday night. Thursday so night. Thursday night, we're going, since Ahsoka's over with, we are going back to the Mandoverse with season two of Mando because we had finished Which, up. Season one. We finished season one. 
we did the Ahsoka episode and then we started the Ahsoka series and now Ahsoka's over with. So now time to go to back to season two. Cam, if you're watching, we're doing season two, episode one, The Marshal. The Marshal with yes. Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> and <laughs> quite possibly one of the most underused characters in Star Wars at this point, in my opinion. In my mm. opinion. We needed more of him. So Yes. I thought Thanks. we were going to get more. Well, I mean, we, we kind of did in Book of Boba Fett, but eh. But now he's just like in a back to tank. Yeah. <laughs> in limbo. So. Uh, let's see. So that's Thursday. Friday, I assume there's some kind of hobby hut going up, Lego or painting or something. Go check out my Lego builds. They're awesome. I've had a lot of fun. And then Saturday is, of course, Geek Gauntlet. They cover everything. Everything MCU related. So, um, not this weekend. The weekend after next, I will be at Fan Fest in Dallas. Um, actually, it's in Irving, which is a suburb of Dallas, but I will be at FanFest uh, three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They just announced that Ezra Bridger himself will be at FanFest this week or this year. And still no Hayden. I'm sorry, Debbie. I apologize. I, I, I am so upset. I don't make the schedules. I just go with the Because I actually have money <laughs> for an article. I got money. It's... <laughs> Earmarked strictly for Hayden. I keep it in yeah, a sock under my bed. So. But yeah, I I actually have money saved up to where I could actually purchase an his, autograph. His, or his is expensive of, too. A piece of hair or something. <laughs> I don't know. Can I have a lock of your hair? <laughs> Please, sir. I wanted more. Oh, lordy. <laughs> How much is and, his autograph? Uh, if I recall correctly, if if you wanted, it was it was like eighty dollars for an eight by ten, or like a hundred and twenty if you had something else. Like if you had an action figure you wanted him to sign, it was going to be like a hundred and twenty. So it was going to be even more for like a, and then you could spend like a hundred and sixty and get it like personalized. Like he'd write, you know. To my biggest fan, Debbie. Debbie. Yeah. Yes. I, th I think I that's have, the way it worked. I do have, and it was from one of the celebration, uh, Star Wars celebrations uh, here in Indianapolis. I, I'm pretty sure I still have the graphic novel of, I'm going to say Attack of the Clones. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Attack of the Clones, but it's the graphic novel. Mm. And I believe the either the artist or the author signed it. Nice. That, yeah, that'd be cool to have Hayden sign. If I got, I've got one figure that I've got a Darth Vader over there that was signed by David Prowse that I would wouldn't mind Hayden signing. Or this Darth Vader figure right here was from uh, was a Celebration Three exclusive. So. Being that Hayden was Darth Vader in episode three, 
And I think Dave, David Prowse has left us, I think. I think, did he pass? I believe so. I, I think, think so. he passed. A few years back. Oh, so sad. But I've got an autographed Darth Vader figure with David Prowse's name on it. So, so there. So there. It's all good. Um, but anyway, so Fan Fest, that's in a couple of weeks. I'm excited. I do need to do a shout out to, um, hang on, I done forgot his name now. I talked to this guy. I went to uh, Caltown Comic Con a few weekends ago. Um, I spoke with Richard Dury. He created this comic book that is, it's called Orphan Bloodline. It's really, really good. He's got the first two issues out. I've got both of them. Basically, it's um, it, it, it's almost like they take a, it's it's really weird because it's superheroes, but it's feasible superheroes. Am I making sense? It's like they take oh well, you've got this blood disorder, so we're going to give you these bionic implants that help you deal with the blood disorder and help the blood disorder you know not be as painful to you but in the same time you can use it to have superpowers kind of thing so it's it's an interesting concept um the characters in it i i talked to him for a long long time while we were at uh, uh at cowtown comic-con um the characters in it are are um easily transferable to if you do like online uh, not online gaming uh role-playing games and things like that you could very easily take the characters from this comic book they even give like stats and stuff like okay here's where he was born and you know here's his powers and all this other stuff so i mean you could transfer this to i mean it's it's very interactive as far as it's not just the comic book kind of thing there's qr codes in the comic books to where you can scan the qr code and as you're reading, it'll play the soundtrack for what's happening in the scene. So it's almost like you can watch it as a movie with the soundtrack playing in the background. It's really, it's really clever and really good. Uh, but he is starting his Kickstarter tonight um, for his third book or for, for the third comic book. Um, he let's see if you want to go look at it it is uh, orphanbloodline.com orphanbloodline.com um for his kickstarters it's orphanbloodline.com slash kickstarter so and of course uh and he's um He's, he's just, it's, he's great. I'm going to try and do an interview with him just as a special event here because he, he really wants to get his comic book out there. I've enjoyed his comic book so far. It's, it's just, it's really good. It's really, really good. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So just a shout out to Richard. We're thinking about you, sir. Good stuff so far. Can't wait to see episode three or episode three. Issue three. <laughs> See, I'm stuck on TV now. <laughs> Issue three, sir. <laughs> but other than that, Debbie, do we have anything else? No? No. I mean, go to the website, geeknewsnow.net. We have all kinds of articles up, and I believe there's supposed to be some coming out this week. I don't know what they're about. I haven't heard, but... 
I always look forward to the articles coming out because I always read them. So also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, obviously, uh, TikTok, Twitter, or X, whatever it's called these days. Um, and threads. And threads. Don't and forget. If you're not able to watch the videos, you can go to just about any uh, podcast platform. And, and we, yes, there. and I think the videos are all converted to, yes, to where you can just <laughs> sit and listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So make sure you hit the like and subscribe button, though, so that when we do do cool stuff, like when I do do an interview with Richard, because it'll be a special event kind of thing and not timed exactly. But um, but make sure you hit the like and subscribe so you know when we do go live, especially for things like Cantina Happy Hour and Geek Gauntlet and Sith Dominion, all of our great shows and stuff. But that is going to be it for us. We will see you all next week when we do Loki Season 2, Episode 2. Y'all all have fun. We'll see you next week.